things being said, I had to just start the show now. It's official, 10th anniversary, 10 year anniversary of a podcast. That's right. We had a podcast 10 years ago. Nobody else had a podcast 10 years ago. And for this special occasion, we brought back one of the original podfathers himself. He's here, but he's going to get introduced last. Um, first, we do have someone who's made the show very special since the comeback. We couldn't have done it without him. The first episode, he had maybe the funniest remark that we've ever had on the show to date. Um, we still may not have matched the Black Sox. Mr. Jonathan Guerrero. What's up, uh, Black Sox? Uh, still the, <laughs> the now the second worst uh, controversy in MLB. Uh, but yeah, what's up? There's something else we're going to discuss from the first episode of the reboot that I brought up and I want the Chow's opinion on this, but with me first, he's in the dark. He's, uh, he might be camping. We don't know what he's doing right now, but we do know something. Chow, since the last time you saw him, he's won an Emmy award. He is an Emmy winning producer extraordinaire. That is Mr. Joey Clax, and he's a producer for All Fired Up. Welcome to the show, Joey Clax. Um, it's worth pointing out that I didn't win the Emmy for All Fired Up. And it is that, not worth pointing that out, but thank that, you that, for pointing that out. We did not invent the podcast. I have to go on record. We actually invented the modern-day vlog, and uh, my wife is the one that pointed that out to me when I told her that – Hey, sweetie, you know that we basically invented the podcast. She's like, no, you guys invented the vlog. <laughs> That's what you guys did. So, so when is the divorce proceedings? Pretty soon. Good. Well, Filing the paperwork next week. <laughs> Clax is cut. Our, our original, our original um, running mate over here, he's, he, he's back. I, I didn't know if this was ever going to happen again. We're about 65 to 70 episodes into the reboot. And I was starting to think we might never see this man. We've been talking about him on probably about half the episodes. His name is Buff. He has a hashtag on everything we do. His name is hashtag. The man, the myth, the legend. I've known him since Miss Mayer's class in kindergarten. Wow. Well, Jeffrey Chow. Hey, good to be here. Um, we got him, folks. We got him. What, what do they say about podcasts? They're like assholes. Yes. Most, everyone has them. And most of them stink. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm a fan of you guys. And uh, what do you mean you I'm guys? You're, you one guys of us. You're one of us. What do you mean you guys? Hey, you know, it's been a long time though. Um, Unless you don't want to be credited with us anymore. I understand that. No, so. no, no. I am AFU through and through. Clots, what did you win an Emmy for? Uh, Saturday Night Live. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just give one to anybody, apparently. <laughs> Are you still in uh, Astoria? Uh, no, I'm in uh, Westchester County. In uh, you? Yeah. No, it's actually, yeah. it's fancy. It's it's fancy where he is. It's very. I, 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 I believe that the phrasing of "I'm in Westchester County" really just embodied all that is douchey and bougie. <laughs> so. You are living the dream, my friend. I am. No, let me tell you the best part about it, Chow, just to catch you up on the State of the Union. Mm -hmm. I don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and, I hang out, and I hang out with my 18-month-old daughter all day long. That's His awesome. only job is he's all fired up. That's all he does now, full-time. Yep. Jeez. Married, will... having kids? I miss out on a lot, Damn. Yep. <laughs> Ethan, you have uh, two daughters, right? 
Yep, since the show. Still alive. I kept him alive for all these years. <laughs> uh, Talia wasn't around during when we started. She was a baby. She's 10 years yeah. old. Yeah, she's yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. She was um she was she was a very little one when we started the show. Um she doesn't remember the first she doesn't remember a lot of things from her first year. It really pisses me off, I'll be honest. There were so many good things that happened that year, and she doesn't remember any of them, but that's her that's her problem, I guess, you know. But listen, I have so many things that I just um I, I need I need the child's opinion on this. Um, I, I need to know things. Um, but the first thing we're going to talk about, because you're here, and it's after June 4th, which is your birthday, and it's after June 18th, which is my birthday. And it currently is after Juneteenth, which is a national holiday. Correct. Sure. The Mets are in first place, my friend. Oh, Jesus. Uh, gee. That's what we're going to start to show off with. That's what we're going to start to show with, because I don't think these people understand, Jeff, that... Do you know how many days this guy and I, before the, the second half of high school years even, would take the Long Island Railroad to Mets games, sometimes have to sneak into the bathroom if we didn't have enough money for tickets because we wanted to pay for the hot dogs. That's the guy that's my running mate right there. And then you know who picked us up? His mom. Where? Somewhere in Flushing. I don't know nice. where to walk to, but we'd walk nice. to some corner. She used to, she used to park like right across the street from the junkyard, you remember? Yeah, I know. I Where's the junkyard? I don't know where those junkyards are, but we'd walk to a junkyard and there is his yeah. mom waiting to give us a ride home at like 1030 at night because we had to see John Rocker come out and we, I like I've said, may or may not have been there with people throwing batteries, but we were there in the stadium when it happened. That's a so solid. It, that's a solid memory. Just as a fun fact, they uh, they instituted the rule of not giving uh, bottle caps. Remember when they would like sell you sodas? They took away the bottle caps because it was less aerodynamic, and that was because of John Rocker. The fans would throw bottles. Oh wow! Soda and batteries, like you said, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's some good time. We we went to a lot of games. We found the places in Shea Stadium where the the blue seats met the orange seats, so you could actually slide under and act. Because you know, unlike Diamondbacks games, you could just walk. You can't imagine this, Jeffrey. But I go to these Diamondback games. You could just walk down to the field and sit wherever you want. And honestly, if you're white, they don't question you. You could just sit wherever you, you want. Guys, you it's guys, you guys will. You guys I'm not used to it. You guys will tell your grandkids about going to see John Rocker games. Like, that's a solid, solid memory to have. We went to – oh, we saw McGuire hitting home runs in those the, those 70 home run seasons, hit bomb for the Cardinals against the Mets. We watched Bonds hit bombs against – we watched a lot of people hit bombs against the Mets is what it came down to, if you really want to think about it. We, we, uh, we saw those games with Sammy Sosa when the entire, like, Dominican population would, like, fill up the bleachers. Yeah. It was nice. amazing. And then us. Yeah. yeah. It's a cheap seat. You do what you got to do. We went to the Pepsi. Remember those Pepsi Friday? You just bring a Pepsi bottle with you and you get to sit in the bleachers. Get it for free. We used to get them for free. Yeah, right? Friday night games. You bring a Pepsi bottle, you get it for free. Oh, to the and then you just eat hot dogs. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, the chow and I go back, a lot of memories. So when I see the Mets are in first place after my birthday, John, you made a funny face. But guess what? This doesn't happen very often. When they do make the playoffs, it's a wild card or a comeback in September. We don't lead from the beginning and coast, not coast, but maintain a lead. We haven't given it up in like months. And I'm a little like, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. What do you think about this? It's, uh, it's surreal. I mean, I, I can literally think of all the times at this point in the season, like on one hand, when the Mets were in first place. And 2006, I think, was like the only time, right? We were always – 
even when we were good, when we were like a 96 win team, we were always behind the Braves. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'm expecting the shoe to drop any moment. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not like they've had an easy ride there. I mean, like half the team, they're playing with the triple a roster. Uh, thank you, but it's fun at least for now. And we got Jacob deGrom, the greatest pitcher in the history of baseball right now. I don't know what he's doing. Wait, uh, hold on. That, that that just didn't make sense. It was. It was. The greatest pitcher in baseball right now. Correct. Ever right Which now. Mean, you know what that means? He's an instant classic. That's what that means. <sighs> yep, put it all together. Um, yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, think about it. They're, they're comparing like the three best seasons of all time with Bob Gibson, the Pedro, and then the Dwight Gooden season. And I mean, he, he's a full run ahead of them in the ERA at this point. It's they're being so ginger with him, and understandably so, being so ginger with him, though. If he gets hurt, will this season even be remembered? What do you mean? Well, yeah, I mean, it's historic. He just has to, he has to pitch enough innings to make it historic. It's a historic start. Yeah, no, to Clack's point, he's right. If he if he goes on his next start, then no, then yeah. Then it's not, then that's it's my great, question. It's a great 12-game stretch at that point is all it is. I, I mean, is it at all – I mean, I know you want to celebrate it, but isn't it at all concerning that nobody else in the division is above 500 besides you guys barely above 500 at 561? No. It's a very competitive yeah. division. A lot of good teams – a lot of teams go back and forth and make them 500, right, right? I mean, I think so. No, you know what? No, Jonathan's <laughs> correct. But, like, you know, <laughs> fans, like, we give zero shits about that. Like, yes. You sh and you should. You should give a shit. When we I, had I, to appreciate, I appreciate your honesty about it. Ethan just goes with the blinders on. And I, I appreciate your realistic honesty with it. All the years one interleague play was a thing, and the Mets had to face the Yankees six times a year because of that natural rivalry. Was that fair to any other team? You know? No, no. Um, it it wasn't. And that was like the dynasty Yankees. I'd yes. have to face this Yankees. Of course. Yeah, of course. And listen, John, you're a Dodgers fan, right? Everyone knows you're, well, maybe he doesn't know, but you're a Dodgers fan. And you're going to talk about easy divisions the last couple years. I mean, riding with teams like the Rockies and the Diamondbacks and the Giants sucking and, and, and the Padres were garbage until this year. I mean, your team rode a crappy – I mean, wow, so this division has a bunch of teams that are, like, right in the middle. I think that's harder than having two teams that suck. Like, like you, we don't have an Orioles in our division. There, there's no team like You that. have a Marlins in your division. Well, right now the Marlins are not doing that well. But there's still a solid offense. Clax, can you attest to the Marlins' offense? Uh, yes, the Marlins have a solid offense. That's that's what they have. Their pitching sucks, though. That's the Their problem. pitching sucks. <sighs> so – I just thought, you know, we'd start with the Mets just because. because no, you didn't, you didn't think you'd start with the Mets. You love talking about the Mets. So I do. I got another question about a former Met since, you know, this is our 10 year anniversary. You know, the last episode we had, Chow, I'm going to, I'm going to continue the conversation where we left off. I watched the last episode. Um, mm -hmm. You ready uh, for this? Okay. Okay. So we, the last topic was Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that timing. And yeah. um, the yeah. last topic was Tim Tebow and how he was going to do the next season in the NFL. Um, since then, he was a part of our Mets organization for four years, three, four years. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I always, you know, before, back in the day, I loved Tebow, but you hated that I loved Tebow. Um, you hated that I thought he was good. Um, and then, I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought you would. Um, and then, and then, 
he became a Met. So I loved him even more. I mean, come on. I, but now he's back in the NFL. I hate, him. I hate him. I hate him. I just want to let you know. What, what, what's up with Tebow, man? Let, let's continue the conversation. So that, that was like before he ended up with the Jets, right? Yeah, he was still on the Bron- he was still on the Broncos, finishing up an amazing playoff win over uh, the Steelers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think about him taking a roster? You think he's gonna? Okay, so Clax and I have a bet. We bet a dozen donuts. That he Tim- did. Yeah, I have it in my phone. I have all our a bunch of our donut bets that Tebow's gonna make the roster. Wait, is he on a team? He's, he's on, on the, the Jaguars. The Jaguars signed him as, as a, a tight end. end. Right, right, right. Uh, he, he hates him so much. He doesn't even – that's only – I love, I love <laughs> this guy so much. He, he's he, he's he been so him. irrelevant to me. I mean, I knew he was trying to make a comeback as a tight end. Is there anybody who loves publicity more than this guy? You know what? So what, what's the bet that you're – who's betting who donuts? I, I, I'm betting that he doesn't make the opening day roster. He I can't. No, he can't. He can't is right. No. <laughs> no. Send me the dozen donuts now. Just do that. No, he's going to make the roster. They want to sell jerseys, I'm telling you. No one's selling jersey in the NFL the last four weeks. Yeah, so they've already, they're already selling the jerseys. They don't need... It's going to go all season nationwide. Every city he goes to play, they're going to buy. Wow. I mean, people were going to show up anyways because of Trevor. Like, why? I don't, I, they don't That's need it. to. Now they got Trevor and Tebow. They're like a, they're, they're like a clown attraction. It's just, yeah, it is, it is a clown show. It's a circus. Well, who's going to show up to, to see this clown attraction when they go five and 12? Everybody in the South. Everybody who goes to his mega church, probably. That's my point. A lot of people, dude. A lot of people. What's your thoughts on Urban Meyer? I said he'll be out before two years is up. What do you what do you think of that, Chow? Mm. Less than two, I guess. That's a good over under. Uh, yeah, I I take the under. What about you, John? You still got the uh, over? You had the over last time. I did. I'm still gonna ride with that. I gotta I gotta see the first like no two I wanna, games. No, two no, games. No, I want to no, see. No, that's cheating. I want to hear it today. You say over still. What about you, Clax? I, I, I think they'll give they'll give him two. I think two yeah. is the max. I, I think no, over. But it, so less than three years. Yeah. He's not. I think I think over, but it's 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 not going to be much, much over three years, four years at most. Because maybe he has a little run of luck with all the talent they're putting on the team. So. How good is Trevor? Do you think? Yeah. I, I I never thought he was that good. I know you don't. That's why you're like. I the, never thought he was that good. I know you're one of the very few people. I just said they're going five and twelve. That'll probably upset some people that think they're going to be a five hundred football team. Can't be. There's seventeen. Games I wonder left. how his ego is going to feel when he finally loses a game because he hasn't lost a game apparently his like entire life. Yeah. Oh, and he's gonna yeah, he's gonna feel that quickly. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys where that he just like looks the part of like a rock star, and even if his play doesn't like match. He's still going to ride that, you know, kind of like Tebow in a way. Is he going to be better than Andrew Luck? No. No, I don't. I think he's just as as good as Tebow was when Tebow came came into the league, but he's going to get fit. Wait a second. Wait, the guy that you said. I just compared Trevor to Tebow. That's what I just compared him to. That is an indictment. 
he's overhyped and he's not going to live up to the expectations. That's what I mean by that. Well, we said there was five quarterbacks, Jeff, drafted in the first round, right? In that early first round. There's going to be at least two of them or that definitely are flops because we're not going to have five yeah. solid quarterbacks, right? You know I mean? He thinks yeah, that Trevor is one of the flops. I think the quarterback of the Jets – is one hundred percent. I never disagree. I never disagreed with that. However, but I go. But I, I go back on record that his mom's really hot. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what, what, what do you think, Zach Wilson, on the Jets? I, I just think the fact that he's on the Jets just that's like a strike against him, you know, rightly or wrongly. But I, I don't know. Two strikes against. Yeah, him. he's going. He's going into that handicapped already. Uh, but I still think regardless of what team he would have went to, he would have been one of the people that doesn't live up to expectations. Yeah. I mean, the first time he throws like a pick six in front of like, you know, at the, uh, at, in the Meadowlands. You mean we crowd one? turns on him? I mean, <laughs> sheltered uh, Mormon kid. Uh, good luck. So, so Jeff, who's your favorite football team? Uh, that would be the G-Men, the big blue. The New York Football Giants, right? So, John, I'm going to ask him a question. These guys kind of, kind of, they, 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 they hate on me a little bit. For, for you know, I'm a Giants fan, obviously. That's my team, but I don't think they're going to win the division. And I think there's one reason why, and, and very clearly one reason why. And do you know why I think that reason is? Danny Dimes. Of course, because he's <laughs> trash. Thank you. He's Danny Nichols. I won't give him dimes. He's Danny Nichols. Um. And he's garbage. He can't even run. He runs and he gets tackled by invisible ghosts. Like the guy's garbage. He's trash. And if they had a quarterback that was top 15 in the league, they'd be a, the, the best team in the division. But I think he's a bottom 25 to 30 quarterback in the league. What's your thoughts on that? I, he doesn't instill a lot of confidence. Um, he's one, He's got some of the worst like ball production skills I've ever seen for a quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see him behind a strong offensive line, which they've never had, <laughs> like, ever. Nope. Um, I don't think they're going to this year. I, I don't know what they're going to get out of Saquon, honestly. Um, but, you know, they gave him weapons. So this is like sink, sink or swim time for him. Um, and I I think he'll tread water. I, I don't think they're going to win the division either. Who do you think is going to win a division? With Clax, who was your pick to win the division? The Giants, correct? Uh, it might have been the Eagles. Oh, was it the Eagles? Might have been the Eagles. Who do you Fucking think? Eagles. Who do you, who do you I, think? I, I... <laughs> Jeff, who do you think? Uh, who did Washington pick up at quarterback? Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. I think it's going to be the Cowboys. Yeah. I think Dak is pretty good. Good. It's going to be a tough division this year. It was a tough division last year, even though the records were awful. Yeah. I don't know. It was a tight division. I think you don't I... know about the NFC East, but you think the NL East is worth talking about? Uh-huh. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, dude. Me and Ethan don't get this a lot, so we need to kind of like yes, rub it in. As much as we can before the, uh, the carpet gets pulled out from underneath us. <laughs> Here's the thing, you know, Clax, this time of year, we're, we're up to like about the last Regents week coming up. It'd be the last week of school um, after my birthday. And then I'd go up to White Lake for the summer. And so I didn't go to any more Met games between July 1st or July 4th weekend 
and Labor Day weekend. I didn't go to any games basically because I was up. So, so you're the Jewish good luck charm going to games and they they get hot and then I go. No, they would lose a lot. I go April, May, June, and then we'd hit up a lot of September games. That was that, and it was cold and rainy in those April September games, and um, you just do it. So the time of year when I would usually get ready to go upstate, the Mets were like six games back. That's kind of where we were at every year. So you know what? Fuck off. We're going to enjoy this. Um, and they have, I believe, the biggest division lead of any team in all of baseball right now still. And I know you don't appreciate that either, but I, I do. I appreciate that. What else yeah, we have a lot of games to make up. <laughs> you have a lot, a lot of double headers, but you know what? I like to grom in seven-inning double, seven double headers. I'll be very honest. Those are good for me. I'll take him pitching six innings and then throw it to someone in the bullpen. Um, John, you've been watching any basketball? Very little. I'm I'm How over Arizona Okay, fans. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, the answer should never be a little this time of year with no. basketball. Come on, John. So, so I'm, John, I'm, I'm guessing you're a Laker fan. You can't you can't rally behind the clips the Clippers, right? No, absolutely not. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like the I, best I, I case scenario. That stuff. Yeah, the best case scenario would be like an MMA double knockout for these two teams, which won't happen. But it's just these Phoenix living here in Arizona. The Phoenix Suns fans are so annoying at, right now, and I mean, I get it. You never win anything, and now you're winning, so you're very excited about it. But it's super obnoxious. It's turned me off of wanting to pay attention to it. Let's go Suns, baby. I got a dozen donuts on that too, Clax. Did you forget about that bet? On uh, uh, what? That the Suns are winning the championship this year? No, no. You never took that bet, friend. And then and then I'll – You I, never took I, that bet. I said, you take a team and you took the Nets maybe. No, no. I said, I said, we'll, I said we'll see when we're down to four. We'll and see if the Suns. Nets even make it out of this series. I said, I'll take the field. And you said – and you never said anything. You still want to give me the field? And I take the Suns. And I have the field. Yeah, it's three on the team. Yeah, okay. I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. A dozen donuts. Mark it, dude. Put good. it in your put it in your little phone. Put a little put a little star next to it. It's in my phone. I already put it. I, I told you we made this bet. So it's in my phone already. There's there's three bets. Okay. And then so and you then... notice when John just said, I'm over these Phoenix fans. Jeff, just so you know, Ethan is now a Suns fan. He's been a Suns fan for months. It's been disgusting to listen to. Oh, well, when he says a Suns fan, what I said. No, 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 no. You're a Suns fan. Just he's, a, he's been an Arizona fan, like an all-around Arizona fan. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. You don't go to more Diamondbacks haters, games. Haters. Haters. <laughs> because here, Jeff, I, I gave up on the Knicks a couple of years. He got himself a Bumgardner jersey. It's amazing. I, I became a fan free agent in basketball. I gave up on the Knicks. Dolan, when he kicked out Oakley and then Spike Lee I, and then Patrick Ewing, I just couldn't have it. I'm done. Um, so I, I gave up on the Knicks. I said, if they get new ownership in there, I'll come back. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Just because I'm ragging on E. Chow, you're, you're, a, you're a Knicks fan, right? I am, yeah. Okay, your whole life? Yep. Yeah, me too. So I'm still a Knicks fan. You still a Knicks fan? Yep. I'm, I'm still a Knicks fan, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan just decided to completely denounce his fandom of this team a while back. Of the organization as a whole. And, and, then, and when, when they made the playoffs, he's like, if they do well, I'll probably cheer for them again. Yeah, I'm not like, like – That is like the definition of a bandwagon. No, no, no. See, what I'm trying to explain is I don't hate the Knicks. Like, I'm not cheering like, oh, I want them to be the worst team. Fuck the Knicks. No, no, it's not like that. It's more like – 
they don't deserve my fandom anymore. Like they, they are just crappy organizations. You is... sound like a Karen right now. Little <laughs> <laughs> bit. That's how I feel. And you know what's amazing? The freedom I've had since being a fan, watching basketball. I cheer for players. Stephen Curry is like my favorite. I know, but I. I, I, I get where you're coming from. Like the Knicks haven't had a player like Devin Booker. Like no, no, Carmelo. Before we were fans. No, exactly. No, we don't get those players, and they're still not. So here's the thing for the Knicks. So the Knicks have some options in this post in, in this off season. Let, let's go through it, Clax, real quick. No, 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 no. Let's go through the fact that you said Doncic comes to the team. You I'm, might I'm back. You, you might. I'm you back. might come back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm officially back. If <laughs> <laughs> okay. About it. Dolan could suck a you know what. I I'll tell you, I'll tell you this though. Uh Cuban is not gonna let is not gonna get let Luca go. It, it, it's just an awful business move and that guy doesn't make awful business moves. Well Luca has one more year after this. I, I don't care what they have to pay him. Pay him the world, whatever. Well, you build the team around him. They offer him two hundred million for four years. They'll offer him two fifty. No, they can't. They're not gonna they let him can't. leave. They offered him the max. Well, then, well, then every that would be the max to everyone. No, he'll make a little less on other teams. Okay. But if he wants to leave, he'll just leave and be a free agent, go wherever he wants. He has he has Nike contract. He's got money off. He can make his money off the court. So, uh, especially overseas. So, with that being said, if he doesn't sign this year, out next year. And if he's out next year, then he can go anywhere. Cuban doesn't let him leave. That's the end of that's the end of it's the end of my point. You know, they just fired their coach. They just fired their GM. So I don't know. Yeah, no, he, the coach because, quit. I thought. Yeah, he basically they both they had a mutual agreement for them to fail. But he's going to go take another job. Is what he's. But Luca, Luca didn't. He wanted a different coach. He wants talent around him. That's that's why these guys are getting. Sh- going to be out. This is why these guys are getting shit canned. So. So here's my thing for the Knicks, right? So, I mean, Luca, yeah, would be obvious. I don't even put him on the list right now as an option. But uh, of the options, what you got Dame Lillard as option one, right? Would you I would, to the Lakers, I, so. I, I, I would certainly become a Knicks fan again if, yeah. if Dame came. Um, oh, wait, I'm still a Knicks fan. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I, I would empty, empty the cupboards for, uh, for, for Dame. That's what I yes. said. I said R.J. Barrett, RJ and uh, anything, R- anything. Mitchell Robinson and all your picks you have. Just give it all up and and just build around Randall and Dame and go from there. You know what I mean? And if they want Randall, big, I, I don't know. Not a big Randall guy. Just, okay, me neither. Well, I, I like him, but here's the thing. I don't like him as a number one. As a number two, he's like a top 15 in the league as a number two, right? On a sidekick, top 10 number two guy. As a number three, he's the best number three guy in the league. Um, so you got to get players that are better than him to join him. But I mean, Who's to me, join? he's like if you would put Anthony Mason on a shitty Nick team. You mean when they he's put, just they did. he's a quintessential stat stuffer. That, you know, I mean, they, they put Mason on the Hornets and he made an All Star team, or or the Heat and he made an All Star team. Yeah, that's a great. Got traded for LJ. Yeah, they did. And looking at it, so Dame is contract is through the 24, 25 season, so that's not bad. No, Dame is on the contract. Luca is the one that has the short contract. Yeah. Um, Luca hasn't taken the big contract yet. He's still playing on his rookie deal. <laughs> so that that's running out. 
he's got, like I said, he's got to sign that max this off season. If he doesn't, that means he's walking at the end of next season. And, and that's bad. That's, that's huge. But then the other guys that come to mind, like, so who's your number two guy you want to get Bradley Beal? No, you don't want him either. Uh, wow. Guys like he's a great player. He's a great scorer, but uh, I mean, a guard, like someone who could score, boy, the Knicks don't need one of those. They need a two-guard, for sure. Oh, no, so he's not one of those. Okay. How many better two-guards in a league that average 30 points a game? I'm just saying. I don't know how many are out there. He's he's not a franchise-altering player like Lillard is. There's only five people in the league that are like Lillard, though, and you're not getting any of them, mostly. So you got to think, what do you go for the next option? What about, I know you guys are all going to say, no, sucks. What about Ben Simmons? Hell no. Stop it. Stop it. Dude. Get him low? I don't run Philly. Jesus. Oh, no. He's out on Philly. Oh, he's out of Philly for sure. I mean, they're where's, just, where's he going to end up? That's he like, has value. See, you you probably think he has no – I guarantee you he gets traded back for value. Do you, do you see, he's going to be lower. It's not like a James Harden anymore. It's not like and, a – And Bede said the turning point of the game last night was him not making that layup. Yep. Oh, he called him out. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in Philly anymore. No, Doc Rivers, I said, is can he lead you to as a point guard? Like, yeah, I don't know about Listen, that. listen, Doc got out Doc got out coached. Again. That's the bottom line. Again. Again. Did you see a great stat, Jeff? I think you'll like this one. Do you know that Doc Rivers has lost twenty nine opportunities to clinch a series? Wow, twenty nine out of how many? I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter how many. I mean, he's lost twenty, I think out of like thirty something. Do you you know, Chow brought up the bottle caps at City Field uh, or Shea Stadium. Um, did you see everything getting thrown on the court <laughs> last night? It was That's awesome. Philly for you. Yeah. Oh, Philly. I loved it. I know. <laughs> I know. It's not even it's Christmas. Like, it's not even Christmas. It's like watching Kershaw implode in the playoffs. It's like the same thing, watching Philly lose a game seven <laughs> on their home court. <laughs> you know, we had a guest on our show, a comedian from uh, – from what was it? America's Got Talent, Eric Helwig, and he's from Philly. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to tell us that, you know, there are these intelligent fans in Philly uh, and that, you know, they're these really smart sports fans and they understand things and, and logistics. And me and Clax were looking at each other like, what is he talking about? These are the stupidest people. Like, like, like some of the worst fans are the LA fans, but the stupidest fans are Philly fans. I don't care what anybody says. They're so dumb. They just throw things like, oh, I got this. I'm going to throw a rock at person. Oh. Like they're, they're like, I don't even like, I, I, they're Neanderthals, half of them, I feel like. I don't know. But we love when you listen to our show in Philly. So, yeah, keep listening. But, um, but yeah, I don't get it. I, I don't get it, man. John, did you understand this? Like, 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 oh, yeah, they're just the worst. And I'm glad Philly's out. So, I think in basketball, head coaching, and, you know, I said at the beginning of the season how important head coaching was in basketball. Remember, we said what sports do we think coaching is the most important? And um, Steve Nash got out coached. Um, it was bad. Did you agree with that? Like, I mean, it was bad watching. Like, the Nets didn't run any plays for the whole second half, I felt like. It was give the ball to KD. Nobody, nobody got the ball. There was two guys off the bench that had any points in that game. It's You can't put that much on KD's back. And Harden was not Harden. No, he's and hurt. that's it. Then that's it. I'll, he couldn't I'll, even shoot. I'll, I'll die in my health for this. I don't think coaching matters one ounce in basketball. I really don't. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, but – you, you basically need guys to just, like, stroke their egos. Well, right, do you think do you think that, that James Harden and, and more so KD are going to go to the bench and listen to what Nash has to say? 
I mean, they are to an extent, but not where he's coaching. Fox, but not while he's coaching. Listen, I don't know. I watched the Suns out here with Monty Williams, and he's amazing. Um, I I watch other teams out there. The Clippers with Ty Lue. Oh, man. He coaches the crap out of that team. You watch Nash. He didn't coach that team at all. You watch um, <clears throat> Doc Rivers. Garbage. <clears throat> Excuse me. Getting all choked up talking about this. Listen, we got someone who finally, he's back. We don't know where he is exactly, but the sun's shining on his face. Happy 10th year anniversary episode with the Chow, with John, with Emmy Award-winning producer extraordinaire, Joey Clax. Welcome, Mr. Jordan Fox. Well, um, LA opened up about six days ago, and I'm still in traffic from leaving my house on Wednesday. So, <laughs> um, well, now that Fox, yeah. uh, since Fox so showed up, this is a perfect time I wanted to bring up uh, Stephen A's comment. I'm sure you guys heard about today that Devin Booker is the next Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I wanted I to get that. your guys' thoughts on that. Mini Mamba. Um, it's little. I don't know. I, I understand it, and I know they like each other, but this, like, whatever cute South story is kind of getting a little bit corny, personally. Um, Devin Booker's Devin Booker, Kobe's Kobe, and that's, I don't know, that's all I really got to say. It's a soundbite. It's 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 not even, yeah. Like, and even if it was, like, even leading that way, uh, it's a bit premature. It's premature not even in the womb it's a ball sack comment like it's that far early in on his career to make that kind of comment uh i'd love some comments that ayton is the next shaquille o'neal is that going to come next um uh, why can't people just be themselves you know right well you know finally there's no next jordan i guess we're almost past that there's no next jordan are, are we there jeff are we almost there there's no next jordan i don't hear you know, the Harold Miners to the Grand Hills to the Kobe Bryants to the, you know, you name them, whoever the next Jordan was going to be. Uh, LeBron, hey, Ethan, is, is, uh, is Trey Young the next John Starks? <laughs> oh, I, I wish John, John Starks wishes he was. I wish John Starks was as good as Trey Young. Oh, yeah. my God. Three for 20. Get, oh, I don't want to think about John Starks when it's this time in the playoffs in June. We don't, we don't talk John Starks, okay? <laughs> yeah, man. <bro>? All right. <laughs> oh, you want to talk Charles Oakley? We don't use – there's two names you don't bring up this time of year with me. Uh, and it's, it's, it's John Starks and it's Charles Smith. I don't want to hear either one of those names. And then, Ooh, Charles and then, Smith triggers me. Ugh. Yeah, see? Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it triggers him. And, and I don't want to hear the word finger roll this time of year and Patrick Ewing's name. I just don't want to hear those things. Um, Fucking Pacers. Yeah, just turn your hand the other way and dunk it, okay? Um, also, also, just to catch Fox up to speed, Ethan finally cracked and admitted that he is a Suns fan and a fan of phoenix sports in general good good yeah which i thought i thought was important for him to finally get it on the table did he show you his tit tat of uh the sun's running his tit oh wow (laughs) ethan show me ethan show me ethan no not yet not till they win the title i got i got a dozen donuts though on them winning the title you pulled the Jason Terry, got the tattoo before they won it. Yep. Got it. championship thing. Um, I like it. I, I need I need the teams I cheer for to win championships this year. So it's gonna, you know, I guess if So he just picks the winning teams and that's, that's ex facto, he winds up on top. That's pretty much like 
like how I like to roll. I mean, it's not like you. You have like four teams in each sport. Um, oh, hey, John. You know what here's I thought of you today. So this in the news, there's a, an NFL player came out um, as gay um, for the first active player. So my first thought was, oh, it must be a Buffalo Bill. Uh, must be like Josh Allen or something like that. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I was thinking of John and that. It just made me think of it. I just, I just figured that's what it was. I don't know why it just came to mind, but it wasn't. It was someone on the Raiders. I believe. It's a Raider. Yeah. I, I think it's a good thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we all know he's def like, just, you run the numbers. He's not the only one. Like at least he has the balls to come out and say it now. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose I was thinking of you, John. Okay, so, that's perfectly fine. So Fox, remember at the beginning of the season, you told me the Nets were going to win the championship? Um, remember before the season started, you said you'd rather trade Embiid than Simmons because you'd rather start a team around Simmons. Remember that? I did say that, and I, I, I take that. I remember that too, actually. I take that comment back right now. It was an awful comment, apparently. But, but what I'm going to say to this is, as I don't every, take back my take, by the way. I take that by the chin. I don't take it back. No, no, I understand. I, I take, well, I, 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 mine was so bad. I have to take it back. Um, if I take it by the chin, I'm going to get knocked out of the ring and three rows in. So um, here, here's the thing. They're jumping his jersey in Philly right now. You know that, right? I, I know, I know. But he, and, and he's out of Philly. We were just talking about this. But um, I don't think he's as bad as, I mean, his value went down. Don't get me wrong. Like his stock went down for trades. Everything went down. As bad as who? I mean, he's still an, an all-star caliber player. Mm. Yes, he is. You disagree, Jeff? No, I don't think he's he's a good defensive player. I, I, well, he was, he's, not a, he's second for defensive player of the year, so he's a great defensive player. Yeah, they say if you take the rim out the game, he's like top three player in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, he averaged ten assists and like you know ten rebounds a game. I mean, that's not oh, man's phenomenal. This doesn't score. So what if he doesn't like, like, like why is every, I mean, he has to score when he's inside. That's what it comes down to. You don't have to shoot outside, but score when you're score when you're inside. So he's got a mental problem is what I think. Do it's you like agree? metal piece, you know, in the burbs going to prep school. Great defender. Just can't shoot for shit. Metal world piece did not. He went to Christ the King high school in New York city. Um, I think we were freshmen when he was a senior, Jeff. St. John's, to, yeah, right. Then he went to St. John's. That's right. Yeah. Um, but no, he. I, I don't think he's like. He's not a number one guy in your team. I'm wrong about that completely. But I think he could be a good number two to number. Definitely a good number three guy. No. He's a he three. Can't be a number two guy. Because he, he is had, number two right now. But what if you had a good number three next? Like like another good like if you had a big. He would player, have to be your third piece. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. He would have He'd to be, be a great third piece. He'd have to be the Rajon Rondo. He, so he honestly, he could be the fourth piece of a really good team. No, he's better than Rondo. He's so much better than Rondo. You sure about that? Yeah, because he's Rondo at 6'11. And with better. Rondo can shoot free throws, though. He has to get better. He's got a mental lapse right now. He's not going to be a 30% shooter again. That was That's not what he was before. You know, he was at least a 60 something percent shooter. I, I think. Um, if he goes to a team, like, I mean, they're talking about trading him maybe for CJ McCollum. So I'm not taking that trade. Oh. As Portland, you're not taking that trade? Why would Portland want to do no. that? No, why would I do that? They have Thank a point. You. 
it's so bad right now. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a third rounder for a second rounder. <laughs> yes. John. Is there a storm happening? Yeah, apparently it's a tornado warning. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, you're in the woods. Yeah, how did we not hear that? Is that a That's curve? Mother Nature disagreeing with Ethan's take on how valuable Ben Simmons is. I, I, I think I think Ben Simmons is good. Like I just think what if you make him a power forward? Oh my gosh. He still can't shoot free throws or shoot. He was on the he was on the block versus Trey Young and couldn't do anything. Well, I know he could play deep, but he could. But that was amazing is he can guard a, a Trey Young type of guy, and then he could guard a center like a Jokic, like it's it's wild. So he's got value. He has to have value, you know what I mean? But what the hell is he? I guess we have to. Is he, okay, I got a question. I want you each to answer one one word. Who's better, John? I'm going to start with you. Wiggins or Simmons? Gosh. And I'm asking for a reason. Okay, that took too long. Fox, Wiggins or Simmons? Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins, 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 Wiggins. Like, Jeff? I, I need context, though. Like, it, it, Simmons would yeah. probably be the better role player. Wiggins is uh, – he's the better scorer, obviously. I'd probably take Wiggins. So, like, if, you, like, if you're the Warriors, would you, would you trade Wiggins for Simmons? Heck no. I, I think Simmons could work on the Warriors for defensive purposes. He that's would, the thing. So it's, you can't answer it like too. that's a black or white, like black and white question. You can't like, depending on the team, like if there's, he, he goes on a team full of scores. Yeah. He, I, I'd take him there. So, so you don't think, so do you think if they offered Wiggins and, and a pick or Wiggins just straight up for Simmons or whatever, um, you don't think that that makes the Warriors better? I think it does. Do you, do you Fox? No. Having him drive and kick it out to Curry and Thompson and Oubre. That's what Draymond already does that. Now you have two Draymonds on the court. Great defenders, great rebounders. And three Not really the guy you want to shoot. Yeah, two to, two of those and three shooters. Isn't that a good lineup? Not really, no. I'd rather have Wiggins instead of Simmons. Really? How about you, Jeff? Would you rather have Wiggins or Simmons on that? I'd rather have Wiggins for that team. Yeah. You can rest Clay and Steph and put Wiggins in there, and they still have a score on the court. Yeah, you yeah. have to have Clay or Steph if Ben's on the court. You have to have one of them. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> I guess you're right. So we were talking a little bit about um, about the NFC East before. Danny Dimes, can he lead? Who who do you got winning the East? Um, Fox. Um, I got the Cowboys. Because I got Dak. Riverboat Ron, man. You, you Riverboat are, Ron. You going with him? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's the one of the worst coaches in all of football, Jeff. Did you know? I don't know what you feel, but I think Ron Rivera. Now he so fought, he's one of the worst. I could talk shit about him now. I mean, he, he did win the division last year. You know? He did. With Alex. With third string QB? I messed that one up big time. <laughs> It's another one. Fox told me, can you believe he told me, he goes, Alex Smith's going to be the quarterback this year. He's going to be playing games starting. I said, no, he's not. <laughs> and I was adamant that like, I was going to bet my house that I just bought. I was like, nope, nope, he's not going to play. And then he played and then he won games and, uh, and his leg didn't snap. I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's, 
I mean, with one leg, he's still a better quarterback than Haskins, right? So, and it, it, he was better than Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, he was no one's of- better than Dwayne Haskins, though, when it comes to marketing in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's with his. That's not nothing. And now he's the backup to Big Ben. They got stories to tell each other about strip clubs, I'm sure. Uh huh. And the funniest part about that QB room is Rudolph. Oh, I'm the next starting quarterback here. (laughs) That guy. He'll be in the Canadian Football League very soon. I feel like that, right? Isn't he like another like McCarron? Like he's just one of those guys. Like you were good in college, I think, but like you're not like an NFL starting quarterback, dude. Like just be happy you have this role on a team like this, and embrace the backup role. Jared Lorenzen, man, embrace the backup role. So very Got it. Got it. Hefty lefty. I I I, I like your. Uh, <laughs> I, I need I need some knowledge here, so. You you have other sports that you follow, Jeff, that are that are not necessarily um, you know, not necessarily the, the, the normal sports here that we follow. You know, you 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 and I we we played some handball. You know, I don't even know if John knows what handball is, but you know, we played some it's handball. Just an East Coast thing. I don't know, John. You ever play handball? Yes, we have handball courts in California. Good for you. I you know, I'm just making sure your culture. Sometimes I you know you scare me. I don't know. Um, Jordan, yeah. I didn't question if you played handball. I questioned if you played handball, John. That's all. Handball, by the way, in, the, in Europe is like a completely different sport. It's like it's basically water polo without the water. Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was the game Robert Kraft plays when he goes and gets massages. Wow. Hey, there's Joey Clax. You know, if you haven't been listening to this guy lately, there's a tornado going on. He was like Dorothy getting spun in circles out there. But he's oh. That, that hasn't even happened yet. You wait for it. It's about to happen. I don't tornado, want to. Tornado warnings. We just talked about waking the kid up and bringing her downstairs. It was a whole thing going on. Did it get like actually windy and stuff or what? Oh, oh dude, I came inside because I was saw all the lightning and everything in the distance. It was like, oh, this is going to get poured on. A tree's going to fall in your house? <laughs> uh, I don't think we have any of those. Then uh, wh- 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 why do you have to move downstairs? Um, you know, I mean, you don't want to get hit by a tornado, pal. You know, you'd want to be downstairs if you got hit by a tornado. That's why. Do you have a basement? Oh, you guys yeah. have basements out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the East Coast, there's this thing called basements, John. It's below the main floor. Yes. We actually technically have a sub basement. You can walk in from the outside, but it's still the basement. Gotcha. We had a sub basement at Cardozo. Remember that? I live like two blocks from Curtis. You do? Yeah. Is that where that bed is right now behind you, where all the magic happens? Yeah, my luxurious one bedroom. Yeah, this is <laughs> as good as it gets, gentlemen. That's Queen's <laughs> finest right there. We got people coming and going out of this podcast like it's nobody's business. Listen, 10-year <laughs> anniversary, things happen. It's crazy. There's special music that's going to be played throughout. It's it's amazing. I mean, I hope so. It's up to Joe, I guess. But, you know, there's going to be special music. There's going to be grenades and, and fireworks going off in the background behind Joe when the show ends because that's the budget we have for this episode. Yes. Um, do you know who's sponsoring this episode? All Wild Fork, Fork, hopefully. Not yet. We're not there, but we're close. So can I just say order from Wild Fork Foods because they're amazing? 
Yes, you uh, can. Wild, wildfork.com. Wildfork.com. We like your meat. Um, and then, speaking of meat, um, All Fired Up Jerky, sponsoring this episode, John, in case you were wondering. Um, Jeff, I don't know if you know about All Fired Up Jerky, but there's going to be a big launch come, I think, October, September, October, for All Fired Up Jerky, beef jerky. In the future, there's going to be elk jerky. There's going to be some... Uh, some buffalo jerky. You make bison jerky. There's bison jerky, gator jerky. There's going to be gator all- jerky. There's going to even be some fruit leather being made. It's going to be crazy, I tell you. Fruit leather. Yeah, you know it. We're making fruit leather because you got to keep it healthy for people like Fox with big muscles. You know, got to make fruit leather. So, yeah, it's all coming soon. It's going to be um, October is going to be the online launch with the website to buy it online. And then you'll see that fairs in the early winter and in stores by the spring. So when you go to your local, um, I don't know, what's your local store out there in, 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 in Bayside right now? Uh, food Bazaar? I don't know. Food Bazaar. That sounds like it's from Parks and Rec. I don't know. That's where Ron Swanson goes. <laughs> food and stuff. Um, all right. I'll take it. Um, you'll see that your Kroger's. It's going to be everywhere. All Fired Up Turkey. Brought to you by All Fired Up. Back to the show, folks. All right. So, um, a couple more things here. I was looking at some NFL stuff. We were talking about uh, Clax brought up earlier. Trevor's going to be. Uh, he compared, I compared him to an Andrew Luck, and he compared him to a Team T. What? Andrew Luck? <laughs> Jordan's what? with me on this. Do you think yeah. what? You think he's more Tim Tebow or more Andrew Luck? I mean, like that—that's that, not—that's not fair. He—he's not fair. <laughs> you, you think he's gonna be like similar to like minor league Mets or Andrew? Like what? This is what <laughs> big Clax said Tim Tebow. I said I think I think he's gonna be more like an Andrew Luck. If you put it that way, I agree, but that's still like far from who I think Andrew is even gonna be compared to Andrew Luck. There's no way. Like like the, the Colts still need Andrew Luck now. What do you mean they got the Carson Jaguars Wentz? aren't going to still? You say what do you mean they have Carson Wentz? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! He, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know what? He, he he might be a Derek Carr. He might be Derek Carr. He he might have a hot season or two, you know, and then might still out. But he'll be like a Derek Carr. But nothing, nothing like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. I mean, it's amazing. You think so? He made some plays. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And he's strong and big and durable. Quote, so quote. No. His hair is durable, but no. He uses great conditioner like Troy Palomalu. That's amazing. I don't know. I, I, I think he's going to be a pro bowler by year two. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. We got Josh Allen. We got, um, oh, Pat Mahomes. Uh, let's see, we got the Chargers QB. That's three right there. He's going to be better than one of those three. He'll be better than Herbert. No way. No. Wow. All right. He'll be- oh, Matt, I, I, I forgot about um, shoot Ravens QB. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Better than Lamar Jackson, better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, actually, better if everybody's better than Baker Mayfield. This is, this, more is, this, is, this is a sin. So, you know, this time of year is a right. sin to, to the football fan like Jordan. Are you um, kidding me? 
it's just he can't even remember Lamar Jackson's name. That's how out of the football loop we are. Right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I think we have like 80, 80 more days until kickoff, till first regular season game or something like that. I try that's not a- to think about it because it's so far away and it breaks my heart. <laughs> hey, Chuck. I have to like think about what I'm doing on Sundays, and that's just disgusting. Yeah. Jeff, would you like to join the AFU Fantasy Football League? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you should get involved. You should get involved with us. I think it's important. It was the yeah. most. It's probably the most fun fantasy football league I've I've been in ever, and that's saying a lot. And there was basically no money on it. <laughs> no money. And I feel like um, I feel like someone should like get like a dozen donuts if they have Tebow on their squad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so so when it comes around. When it comes around to the season, I don't know how you guys feel about this in the logistics that would go around it, but I saw the best last place punishment for coming in last in fantasy football as number 12. So this person had to spend 24 hours completely in a waffle house. house. That's amazing. And then for every waffle they ate, they got to cut an hour off their time. Oh, (laughs) that's not punishment. I'm out before. We should do that because. And I guess halfway once a month. Because <laughs> like halfway through the season, some people weren't like said, and some people like kind of gave up. So like we have a good last place punishment. I'd be down for that. Um, the guy who won the league showed me that, and he was like, "I would love to do that. I might lose just to lose. do that." Yeah, I'm like, you pay, I'm gonna go sit there and I get to eat like 15 waffles. I would That's get amazing. to Antia for that amount of time. It would. Because I don't even like waffles, though. Like, if you told me to go to Mexican food place and switch it with tacos, I'd be out of there in a half hour. Oh, my God. You don't like waffles? I don't. I get so stoned and just eat waffles, smoke weed, and eat more waffles. I'd be out of there in, like, six hours. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd be out before. before, Like, if I went in the morning, I'd be out at, like, you know, early lunchtime. Like Right. (laughs) Let's go for a swim. I mean, what are we doing here? That's crazy. No, I, 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 I like. I think the person who comes in last place should have to get the person in first place a, a premium Pornhub account. I think that that should be. I stick to it. Just out of yeah. principle. And if the person in first doesn't want to give it to second place, pass it around. Clax, is that rain that I hear behind oh, you? Oh, yeah. It's getting. It's getting interesting. It's getting interesting. If if listen, if I if if I get sucked away in a tornado this evening, it was nice knowing all you guys, and I'd say I'd like to give something to you guys. But you know, if I die in a tornado, obviously everything's gone. So can I have your red? I get snow? your your fire pit. What's that? I get your that, fire pit. That's going to be the first thing to fly through the house. So. <laughs> Uh, can I get Clax as a red zone account? Yes, you can have that. You can That's have good, that, dude. His cable subscription, because he's the only one out of us that has one, because he's an adult. I'll give you my pass. I'll give you my password. It's my password to everything, but you could just have it, man. I don't have much Perfect. money. Don't it's have much Madeline money. But... One, two, three. Yes. We all know that. Yes. <laughs> one, two, three. Um, oh. Wow. Jeff, I got a question. I got some baseball questions for you. Uh, rule changes. What's your thought on robo umpires for home plate? Done. Yes. Um, yep. What's your thought about them making rules about the shift? 
you know what? I, I kind of hated the shift until the season because the Mets have been like utilizing the shifts as well as I've seen any team do it. Um, I don't know. I think you should be able baseball, to do it. Man. It's part of baseball. Yeah. I don't like that. Don't tell me where I can put my play. Just beat the shift. I mean, if yes, you know, that's the answer to that. Right. I thought I said that when you first brought it up, Ethan, and you said, no, you said, no, never. I'm so against them telling me I want to be able to put nine guys on one side of the field and not have a catcher. I should be allowed to do that. Okay. No, yeah, I'm, I'm with that too. Like if you're, you're your professional baseball, like learn how to bunt to the side that they're not or hit the other way. You get paid. Guys that could slap hit. Yep. Yeah. And then there's no shifts. I mean, no, just, no. just adapt. I mean, they're already doing everything they can to get, I mean, we've seen since they've started to, to start to enforce the pitchers and the sticky stuff um hitting has gotten batting averages have gone up in the last few weeks we're going to talk about um, in a second but um do you want to ask him about the astros what is there to talk about well what's your thoughts on the astros situation because we have some differing opinions me and john oh you mean with like the whole uh trash can uh-huh where do you stand like do you think this is such a huge goddamn deal or like are you over it you're moving on already and like it happened two years ago okay whoopee freaking do they didn't get punished like get over yourselves like stop whining about it two years later like i moved on because it didn't affect my team but i can see that these two would have issues God, i love a logical human being man he's great um, <laughs> but yeah you know there's you you want especially like you know at the pinnacle of the sport, you want there to be integrity to be maintained, right? To some varying degree. And that just throws it right out the window. So, yeah, like I can see it from them. For me, I mean, it didn't affect me, so I've moved on. But, yeah, you don't forget about that shit. No, but you move on. You move on. You move on. Especially if your team wins a championship. You move on, right? I mean, But, I mean, it's not like me. Like I told – I texted the group earlier. Like I was watching the, the Orioles against the Astros, and the broadcasters from the Orioles were giving them shit still. Like – People, I mean, granted it happened years back, but it just came out with a year and a half ago. Like it's still okay. present and fresh. You know, what? and the fact that players didn't get punished is a big deal. They're punishing pitchers right now, 10 day suspension with pay. Also, I gotta get a job that suspends you with pay. That's my next goal okay. is to get a job that suspends you with pay. Mm-hmm. Um you gotta get a but good, like, you gotta go work in the city, work for the union, bro. <laughs> Yeah, and so the union don't exist anymore. Not in Arizona. Um, I forgot that it actually it did affect our team, right? Because it cost us a management. <laughs> yeah, we lost. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, and so like, I forgot where I was going. Yeah, fuck the Astros. Um, you you know what, John? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's right, Fox. That's 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 where we get to. Um, so I on our first episode back when we did our big comeback episode over a year ago. 60 plus episodes ago, I said there's a bigger problem with cheating in baseball and that's pitchers scuffing balls and doing things that's affecting the game way more than the Astros did. And six months later, a year, excuse me, a year later, biggest story in baseball. But their, their cheating arguably won them a World Series. Each individual, individual pitcher, does, it's their own separate thing. Yeah, what about Clayton Kershaw last year scuffing balls when he was pitching in the playoffs? Oh, we don't have to talk about that. Oh, Clayton Kershaw was a cheater. And, and Trevor Bauer says, I do it every game. Why would I stop? These are your own players that are cheaters, but you won't acknowledge that that's cheating only because it's the Astros and it was against your team. That's where my issue stands. Yes, Let's, the Astros cheated. Is it a big deal? 
to a point, but it's no bigger deal than a lot of these other people doing what they do. Cork bats, with, with, look at Sosa with his cork bat back in the day. You know other guys are doing things like that with their bats right now. Um, but let's also acknowledge that like guys have been scuffing and marking balls for centuries, right? So like, forever. This is nothing, yeah, forever. It's been a part of the game. It yeah. just looks so drastic now because of the disparity of you know how how teams look. I mean, there it's a lot of all or nothing hitters, and it's not. It's a bit of an eyesore. Yeah, what I think about the Astros, why I have the biggest issue with it is, I I think everyone should be allowed to use cameras. Uh, if you could figure out the signs, you know, when I went to Cardozo, every inning we switched signs, we did things, we got around the other teams cheating. Even if they looked at our catcher signs, they should be able to get around it. There's technology. Every sport uses technology. Football, they get Fox. What happens after the huddle? Someone throws an interception. What's the first thing they do when they get back on the bench? What's the first thing they do? Go to the coaches and figure out what happened and how they did it. And they look at it where? Right on their iPad. They got an iPad right in their face. So they're utilizing. Well, I, I think Microsoft Surface uh, sponsors the NFL. So. Okay. Um, they have uh, technology in their helmets where the coaches are telling them things that they're seeing on the other side. Oh, we heard them call this out. Blah, 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 blah. Defense has that in their helmet. Oh, we saw them call this out. So every sport's using technology. Basketball um, is kind of using technology now where they're at least – you know, they're, they're challenged. The, the referees are looking at things. They're doing things where they're utilizing technology. Why can't baseball catch up with everybody else? Like, I, even hockey's using technology to a point. It's an like, old man's sport. That's it why. is. It's so yeah. outdated. I hate it. A baseball could be good. And, 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 I mean, there's a lot of things. They should have mic'd up players every game. I want to hear these guys in the field, oh, crap, going for, an, for a ball in the outfield. You know what I mean? I, I want to hear the game a little bit, make it more personable. But yeah, it's it's like a game for our grandparents, and they won't evolve. And it's yep. get off my lawn. And me and Jeff uh, and John as well are diehard baseball fans. Clax is a big baseball fan, and Clax is is you know our grandpa's age, so it's different for his generation. Um, <laughs> we felt differently about the game. Yeah, so it's different because he got to see Lou Gehrig and and, and Mickey Mantle and all those guys. But for for us, you know, like like we still watch the game because we love it. But ninety percent of the people are not watching. We are, you know, Fox is. Like, as much as I try to get him into it, I understand why you can't just get into it right now. Especially if the team's not like, if you had a first place amazing team, you'd watch maybe some playoff games or, or just because it's something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Playoff, playoff. Right, right. When, when, when there's something on the line and there, you know, it's just because it could be any sport you'll watch that. It doesn't matter. It's sports. And I, exactly. get, I get it. But for a casual fan, it's really hard. I mean, hell, bring back Nickelodeon games. I like those Nickelodeon games. What do you think of that, Jeff? Nickelodeon games. Did you like that in the NFL? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's cheesy, man. But you know what? I actually work for that company now. So, yeah, sure. I love it. You work for Nickelodeon? I work for Viacom. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I keep meeting people from Cardozo that work for Viacom. It's crazy. Um I'll have to talk off air. I, met, I, met, I was in New York last week talking to another person. So, Viacom... When is all fired up coming on Viacom? I'm talking to one of the lawyers from Viacom. We got to make this happen. We have another connection, Clax, producer extraordinaire. He's an Emmy winner. Make sure you let them know. He's an Emmy winner. Uh, <laughs> make sure you let them know. I don't know how many other shows they have that have Emmy winners that not only produce it, but star in the show as well. Um, you know, just saying. Humble ones. He's pretty humble. Pretty Oof. humble. Until after 11 o'clock at night. Then he gets crazy. Then he gets crazy. <laughs> 
All right. Well, as we're getting ready to the end of the show here, um, you know, I'm hoping it doesn't take another 10 years um, um, for you to come back on the show. But if it does, let's just hope we're all alive and kicking in 10 years. That's the goal. Um, no promise. Yeah, Clax is the one that we really have to worry about, you know, because he'll be in his late 80s at that point. Listen, um, if I die tonight, Jordan will buy you something nice with something out of my checking account. <laughs> his has, red zone account? He has, he has all my passwords, though. <laughs> I'll take it to that club while I was telling you about. All right. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll smoke you. Take uh, me, take my urn, too, to the club. I said, oh, 100%. I, I will be throwing that into a doobie and I will be smoking you and you'll be in my soul forever. I told you that already. Wow. Yeah. We were <laughs> mm -hmm. And if you think that's, real love. that's it right there uh, with that thought, Fox, what's your final thought today? Uh, my final thought today is my man, Devin Booker led points, rebounds and assists. In a finals game, only, I believe, Bill Russell, Larry Bird, and Braun has done that before. In a conference final? Yeah. Led every category, stat category. Points, rebounds, assists. Steals and blocks. No, not all that. Why not? LeBron did. I mean, Devin Booker's not Larry, LeBron. Larry Bird did. And they all did it in the East. And none of them scored more than 73 points, so... Booker did that. That's truth. That's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. Booker's pretty good. Mini Mamba. Clax, final thought? Yeah. Um, Sorry, John, has, John hasn't been watching much basketball. Uh, it's, I'm awake, pal. I'm just waiting for the world to end over here. I hear. Um, just so John has something to watch, starting tomorrow, there's a one basketball game on every night, buddy. It's called the conference finals. Get involved. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. We'll see what happens. Okay. Give me your picks. You got Fox. You got the Bucks or the Hawks? Uh, I got Bucks Suns. Bucks Suns? Who do you got winning Bucks or Suns? Is CP3 playing or just yeah. uh, by the by, by the fine by the finals, he will. He'll be playing by next week. End of night. Uh, I, 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 I got to go CP3. Even, yeah, I, I got to yeah, go CP3. Wow, look at that. Another guy that's on, my, on with the Suns bandwagon. Uh, Clax, who do you got? Bucks or Hawks? The Bucks. Suns, Clippers? Uh, Suns, unfortunately. So Suns, Bucks, who do you have? Uh, Bucks. All right. What about you, Jeff? Bucks, Hawks? Yeah, I, I got Phoenix, Milwaukee, and probably Phoenix all the way. What about you, John? I'm going to go with the Hawks over the Bucks. Love it. Yeah. Of course you will. Who is this the, guy? I love it. The Suns. <laughs> the Suns over the Clippers. And then Suns Hawks. Uh, and then the Hawks championship this year. Ooh, you know it. why? You know why? John is a little John fan. He loves Atlanta. That's why. Ah, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's perfect. You know, I thought it was because of Little Wayne. Oh. It's, it's, it's for all the little. I'm, I'm rooting. I'm, I'm rooting for the Hawks at this point for what that's worth. Um, oh my god! Jeff, um, Clax has a special nickname for um, Trey Young. Do you want to tell him what it is? It's old grandma hair. No, <laughs> say the full name. What's what? Oh, oh old Jewish grandma hair. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Why doesn't he shave his head? Why doesn't he have your haircut right now? I had a great look. And he's looked like that since he was uh, in college too, right? Yeah. He's born, raised, middle, like his whole life, including college in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. He's yeah. got a bit of like a Greg, uh, Greg Oden look to him, right? Where like even when Greg Oden was in college, he's still like old as fuck. Yeah, that's kind of like Trey Young's hair. Whatever happened to Greg Oden? He's still alive, you think? He's like Benjamin Button. He probably looks like an infant now. We got to get him on the show. We got to get him on All Fired Up. That's fine, Greg Oden. Oh, by the way, big news. So I don't, so it doesn't look like it's happening. Clax, when I was in New York, I was working hard on trying to get Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts to come on as a guest. <laughs> and I was talking with his manager, because believe it or not, he has a manager. And, you know, it, it's the 30-year anniversary since the first episode of Salute Your Shorts. So I thought it'd be nice. we bring Donkey Lips on the show, right? So I reached out and they asked, you know, they said, Donkey Lips needs to be compensated to come on the show. And I was like, oh, okay. How much does Donkey Lips want to come on the show? No response. <laughs> Donkey Lips doesn't even have a price. He's so good. <laughs> can't, he, can't even give us a price I just, I, i'm so curious what his price would be that's all i want to know one. that's the upsetting part is that i really just wanted to know what what how donkey lips costs how many zeros does donkey lips want to be on the show that's the question but three maybe, three zeros um do you have any final thoughts to, uh, mr jeffrey chow this was fun you know it's been uh i can't believe it's been 10 years though Although we were kind of like idle for like nine of those years. Uh, eight and a half, eight and a half. <laughs> but, you know, the spirit lives on. Uh, I love that you're as fired up as, as ever. I mean. <laughs> More than ever. Yeah. Look, I got all my hair still. It's, it's, it's a different color, but it all grows. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Life is good. Hey, um, yeah, I got a question. You said you live, you live in Bayside over there. Can, can you see the baseball field at Cardoza? Not from where I am, but uh, it, oh, they have a football field now. I know. They got a budget the year after we left. It's unbelievable. Here's Daily this. News paid for everything. Um, but that baseball field, it's like the sand lines where legends remain on that baseball field. I'd love to say it got me laid a lot, but it didn't. But boy, <laughs> were good things happen from that baseball field, let me tell you. Um, <clears throat> so I had a couple of final thoughts, and they all kind of slipped slip my mind at the moment. Let's see, Let's see if any of them come back. You get. Hmm. Well, you know, screw it. We're just gonna have to end like this. Ten year anniversary. I mean, there's really, there's really nothing else that can be said. But Mr. Chow, you gotta come back. We have a special guest on Thursday. That's what I wanted to say. We've got a uh, world famous speed painter Jessica Haas. She's been flying all over the world doing crazy, crazy events. But um, I don't know if you've seen her, Jeff. She was on the Gong Show like two years ago. She won. She drew a picture, a painting upside down of Will Arnett, flipped it upside down on this big canvas, and it was his picture. I don't know how she did it. Um, she's amazing. She's coming on the show. Check her out. We'll be, you know, we've been hyping up, you know, the Chow's comeback. So now, now that you've been here and you've done that, we're, we're not hyping you up anymore. We're hyping up Jessica Haas. And when you see her, you'll understand why as well. Until next episode, 